The Above 180 podcast is sponsored by Health IQ, an insurance company that helps health conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. Go to healthiq.com slash above 180 to support the show and see if you qualify. Hi, I'm Lindsay Boomershine, brand manager of High Five Gear. H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Have your jersey tell your story. Order online at www.hi5gear.com today. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Order today and enjoy high5gear.com. Hey, bowlers, bowling this month is back. Bowling this month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at bowlingthismonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today is Bill O'Neill. Bill bowled collegiately at Saginaw Valley State University. He has eight PBA titles, including one major, the U.S. Open. Bill was also a four-time first-team All-American at Saginaw Valley State University. Bill, it's Tim Berg and Coach Casey of Clemkin. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, Bill. Well, uh, let's talk about it. You were you both collegiately at Saginaw Valley State, and what were some of your your memories looking back through your team? You had some you had some players that you bowled with all four years, but what were some memories that you had with the fellas and, and bowling? You know, I, I think uh, you know just being able to to meet you know, like just a bunch of great people, I think was my, my biggest takeaway, whether it be, you know, on my own team or, or, or with, with other teams. And, uh, you know, the, the experience of, of traveling the, the, the whole country, uh, of bowling was something that, uh, was just totally, uh, I mean, just a sort of valuable experience for me, uh, getting to see, you know, different centers, in different parts of the country, different lane services, all, all those things like helped me out so much. Uh, as I advanced in in, in my pro- professional career. So why Saginaw Valley State? How'd you how'd you pick there, and what kind of advice do you have for kids trying to figure out what type of uh, or which university would be be the the right university for them? Yeah, so for me, um, I went to community college for a year. I, I graduated high school a little young. Uh, I wasn't smart by any means. I just uh, I started early, so I was seventeen when I graduated, uh, and I don't think I was really ready at that time to. To, to go away or, you know, or, or, or do anything like that. So I, I went to community college for a year and then, um, uh, when I, I decided I wanted to, to, to go away to school, I think it was something I needed, uh, personally for me was to, was to kind of get away and um, get out of my comfort zone a little bit. And, uh, uh, I had one of my best friends growing up, uh, still one of my best friends today is the guy named Ron Pierreshad. He was from New York and he went to, uh, he went there to Saginaw Valley. So, I've been talking to him, and you know, he kind of convinced me to he convinced me to come out. 
Um, you know, I met, met with uh, Coach Dorian, uh, you know, a time or two, and, uh, you know, we all just hit it off. So uh, it just ended up being a place that uh, I was just really interested in going to because I knew they had a, a really good program, it was a really good team, and there were some people I knew there. And um, it was, it was the, you know, the best decision I ever made. So with college bowling really expanding and just uh, ballooning and, and make being even you know more just continuing to grow and expand, what ad, what advice would you have for someone as far as picking a school? Would you you know like to see them go to you know set their sights on the the big dogs, or is it better to stay where you're more comfortable or focus on um, something that's close? Do you have any advice for folks like that in high school? Maybe yeah, I mean, I mean, it seems would seem kind of like you know maybe cliche, but you, you got to go with your gut. You know, go with what you believe is right and make the decision that's best for you. Um, you know, for me, uh, I was a very shy kid in, in high school and, and I needed that experience to be away from home and to kind of like, you know, get out there and, and put myself out there and meet new people. And, and, uh, you know, some people may not need that. Some people may not want it. They might want to stick closer to home. They, you know, they may not want to go to a big university with a couple hundred kids in a class. They may want to go to a smaller school. Some, some kids, uh, may want to, you know, uh, just bowl. And there's other kids that might, um, have their sights set on a, you know, a, uh, an academic path and they need to go to a certain school that, that has their major. So, um, you know, I, I don't think there's really a, a, a wrong decision in that. You know, if you want to go to a bowling school that's not as, you know, prolific in the bowling, but you can bowl and also do your, you know, do the, the proper schoolwork. You know, you got you to gotta take, uh, take all those paths into consideration. Hey, you've got a, a bit of a unique perspective, you know, being on Team USA and also PBA champion. There's not a lot of people who have who have won gold medals for Team USA and won on the PBA tour several times. So, how do you how do you view your time competing on Team USA as compared with competing just for yourself on the PBA tour? What are the what are the experiences like for you? Yeah, it's it's so different. Um, just because, you know, we're, we're always, it's, you know, we're individual players and on the tour, it's, uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, you keep, you know, close friends out there, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's cutthroat. I mean, you're, you're bowling for your livelihood. Um, you know, so when you're, you're friends off the lanes and then when you get on the lanes, you know, nobody's really, nobody's really friendly. And then when, because, you know, why would you be, you know, you're bowling for your, for your job and your, your family. So, uh, but when we bowl for Team USA, it's such a such a great experience to bowl with, you know, six people, uh, and a lot of them that you know were friends that I, I went in to Team USA with, you know, with Chris Barnes, Tommy Jones, Wes Malott, you know, these guys were, you know, Mike Fagan. There's all these guys that were great friends before, but then there was also guys that I didn't know at all really before before Team USA. And you, you know, you create you create friendships, uh, you know, through those experiences, and it's. Uh, it's so cool to, to to do that and to also be able to, you know, represent your country and 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 stand on the podium winning winning gold medals and uh, you know hear the national anthem played. It's uh, it's just a really you know cool experience. So, Bill, looking back, your first pro tournament. Correct me if I'm wrong here. 2005, you bowled the PBA Cam- Cambridge Credit Classic, finished 33rd. Nice check for two grand for your first tournament out of the, out of the, out of college. What sticks out though, aside from the, those stats that I gave you about that tournament and just that experience, I guess, were you prepared from all your bowling in college that the stage wasn't too big or was it, was it in awe when you walk in there and you're, you're shooting up with the, the pros? Yeah. So I had that, uh, I had that experience of, of, you know, being in awe a little bit earlier. I, I got to bowl the masters a couple of times when I was in college. Um, so, you know, while I was still an amateur, I got to, you know, bowl, bowl with the best and, 
So I kind of got that out of the way a little bit, and I, I bowled the U.S. Open right before um, right before that event um, in in Long Island as my first uh, you know tournament as a member. So uh, I was able to to kind of get that out of the way before I before I I, I really started uh, to compete with the with the best. So what do you consider to be your your greatest achievement in bowling? What are you most proud of? Uh, for me, it's definitely the uh, winning the U.S. Open. Uh, would have to be would have to be you know what what I'm the most proud of. Uh, in, in bowling, it was a, you know, obviously it's anybody, you know, it's probably anybody who's won the U.S. Open is probably going to give you that answer. Uh, but for me, at that time, that was only my my second title, and uh, I had a hard time mm-hmm. winning on TV. And I, I won my first title earlier in the year. Uh, I made a bunch of shows and hadn't really had that much success. Uh, so to, you know, I, I bowled uh, 267 in the title match to win that win that tournament. So like to win the U.S. Open and bowl that good of a game. Uh, is one thing, but also combined with previous, you know, television struggles and trying to get my, my feet under me and understand how to, how to, how to bowl on TV and then to, to, you know, do it in that fashion in that event was, uh, something I'll never forget. So, Bill, there was a great piece in the Bowler's Journal magazine talking about the balance that people have when they're out on tour and, and with the family. And so was there anyone when you were younger who maybe helped you with that, with some guidance on, Hey, this is kind of the way I do it. And this is what's worked for me. Cause, um, you know, it seems like as a young person, we could always use that advice. And was there anyone who, who kind of, you know, kind of took you under the wing a little bit and tried to help you with some of that stuff? Cause back then it was the, when the tour was exempt, you were gone. You know, it wasn't like it is now you're gone, you know, weeks at a time. Yeah. Um, you know, not, not really. Um, you know, I had, uh, just from a, as a kid, I had a, a great upbringing with, with with my parents, and uh, you know, just to, to be able to have you know the influence of my of my dad and all the things that that he taught me growing up, um, you know, kind of taught me a lot in in that regard. And then you know, also you get to you, you know you get to see you know meeting a lot of people on the tour, you, you get to see successes and and failures when it when it comes to that. You get to kind of see what 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 made good good marriages and what and what didn't. It's a, it's really difficult. It's a really really hard. Uh, it's a really, really hard life. Um, you know, I'm not obviously not crying about it at all, but as far as like, you know, a, a home life and being away for, for weeks at a time and then traveling overseas, it gets, uh, you know, it gets very stressful. And so, uh, you know, you just have to, you know, you, having someone that, that you love and care for at home is, uh, you know, is something that's uh, so invaluable when you're traveling because, you know, if, if they have, if, if, if I'm not worried about what's going on, you know, with my kids and I know my, my wife's got everything, you know, locked down, it's, it's, uh, you know, it makes my job a lot easier. That's got to free up the swing a little bit. Yeah. Just having that. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, so for, for 2018 so far this year, I mean, you've, uh, we had some big tournaments that we've had, you know, the TSC, the players championship and such, and you've been bowling great this year. What's the, uh, what have been your, what have you been focusing on? What have been your keys to success uh, here in 2018? So yeah, I mean, I've I've talked about it a lot on extra frame and then some other interviews. But I've made a bunch of changes over the over the summer. Um, I just kind of saw where my game was going, and it was a little bit too too old school. And the, the way that I uh, my natural you know like swing path and everything was uh, you know worked like four, five, six years ago when the lanes were um, you know that the, you had to control the back of the lane a lot, and you had to make sure your ball was. You know, you were getting it soft off your hand. You were rolling it. You were, you know, you didn't really weren't really trying to create, um, you know, any sort of motion in the front. You know, the first thirty, forty feet of the lane, you were trying to just let it let it roll, and the, the back of the lane would would bring it in. And, and the way that I threw it, um, my ball was you know a little bit more inside out, and I would uh, I wouldn't have to get it right as quick because uh, we, you know, we're just not 
the way that we really needed to, to bowl when I was being, uh, you know, when I was making shows. And then we got to a point where um, the way that everything is going now with the way that the lanes are done and, and the, you know, the oils and everything, you're, the, the mid lane seems like it never breaks down and they're very tight. And uh, so that my ball over skids a lot. Um, and it doesn't matter. A lot of times it was, it didn't matter if I was throwing it slow or using a lot of surface, you know, my ball was uh, perpetually behind the head pin. So, you know, it looks like you're having bad carry, but in reality you just have, you know, bad motion. And, you know, it's all because of the way I was throwing it and how my hand was getting out of it. So I tried to make some changes to where I modernized my game a little bit and tried to get my left arm a little more out in front of me to where I could get my hand in a better spot um, to where I could roll a little bit and also be able to get it right a little bit quicker um, and be able to maybe catch it a little bit if I, if I needed to and not have to, uh, you know, have my ball be behind the head pin so much. So did you make these changes uh, like as a result of working with your coach or rep or, you know, there's a lot of people trying to find good coaches, uh, you know, what kind of advice do you have for somebody trying to, to be able to make these kind of changes just like you're describing in your own game? Yeah. So it's, it, it's a, it's a, it's difficult because uh, you have to have someone that you trust uh, do that. And so, and someone that's you know, very knowledgeable. So a handful of years ago when I sort of had success, I was working with Mark Baker a lot and, uh, you know, oh, okay. we, we met up a few times and, and we, we worked a bunch and, uh, he helped me out like tremendously and, uh, it, you know, but it's, it, we have such a gap between, uh, where we live, you know, we, we, we couldn't live much further yeah. apart in the, in the U.S. So it's very hard for me to, for me to get to, to see him. And I always, I always worked with my dad was somebody that I always worked with and he, he's a coach in, in my area and he, you know, he obviously knows my game really well. And, um, he was totally on board with me going to work with, with Mark at, the, you know, at that time. And, uh, now just me being where I am and, uh, you know, obviously him living very close. Like we, we worked so much together over the summer and he was, uh, he's a little bit more old school when it comes to, you know, teaching timing, everything, but he was very open-minded to, to what I was wanting to work on. And he, and he saw it and he watched a lot of video of a lot of, you know, the guys who were having success and, and we just kind of teamed up together and put our heads together and tried to figure out what the, what the best, course of action was for me bill i would like to remind folks please check out healthiq.com forward slash above 180 if you're looking for life insurance now this is for active adults this is for people that are going to the gym people that are working out like a lot of bowlers are doing these days and a lot of people who listen to this are doing so you know what healthiq.com is going to do they're going to get you a great rate on life insurance first off they're going to get you a free quote so that's pretty obvious all you do you're going to want to go to that website put in just your your name your email and a phone number they're going to contact you HealthIQ.com is a life insurance agency. So what they do is they're going to shop you around. They're going to help you find the best rates, get you the best deals that you can do. All a very straightforward, very simple process. I just went through this. It took me about six weeks to get everything done from that first phone call to the end result. And I have the policy right here in my hand. Just check out HealthIQ.com forward slash above 180. And by all means, tell a friend. This is a great way to keep your family protected should the unthinkable happen. We all need life insurance. Check it out. HealthIQ.com forward slash above 180. Also, I have to remind folks, check out BowlingThisMonth.com. Bowling's best and most comprehensive technical resource. Check them out. There are lots of great stuff to do. Talking about the PBA youth movement. Talking about different layouts. Whether what you need to know about layouts. Also talking about your physical game. Also lots of great stuff there. The ball reviews, a staple of the website down your left-hand column there. You can see all the latest and greatest equipment out there. And on the right-hand side, you have to draw your attention. BTM Tournament. Check that out again as well. Rick Ramsey and his wife, Gail, do a great job of running that tournament. Again, bowlingthismonth.com. 
Also, please check out HighTheNumber5Gear.com. They have over a 1,000 different designs for you to come up with your own jersey. You want to be like Kyle Troop, be kind of flashy, create something very unique to your personality, you can do that. You want to go more straightforward, something like myself or something like probably Bill and Steve would do, you can do that as well. But all sorts of great ideas, great designs, dye supplemented shirts. These are shirts that were built for bowlers. These are bowlers that are wearing these shirts that, that sat down and designed them. So they're comfortable, they're form-fitting, they fit you great. Please check out highfivegear.com. Also have some great new workout clothes. So you want to check those out as well for when you're out there practicing. Again, check out highfivegear.com today. Bill, you seem like you've had success in a lot of the doubles tournaments. You won the the uh, doubles tournament back in 2016, the Lucy with Shannon O'Keefe. You've bowled well in the doubles tournament in the in the, the you know the Roth Holman doubles tournament a couple times. But is there something to that, or is it just kind of you got you feed off uh, your partner, or what? You have any reason or rationale for that? Yeah, my reason is that I I put a lot of time in for like better part of a, of a decade being really nice to really good players, <laughs> and when I did that, uh, uh, over those that course of time, they decided that they that they liked me, so they you know they either felt sorry for me or they said all right, well, I'll let this guy tag along. So that first happened with Shannon O'Keefe, and uh, you know she she needed a partner and. Uh, her husband Brian wasn't uh, wasn't bowling much anymore, and I just, right place, right time, and you know we work really well together. We understand each other's game a lot, and we've known each other for years, so we we work well together. And then uh, for the, the PBA stuff, bowling with uh, you know my good buddy Jason Belmonte, we have known each other since we bowled amateur stuff. So um, you know, with a, a natural partnership, we you know we we've been traveling together for a long time, and um, you know he every time we bowl these doubles thing, he he uh, leads the tournament. So it's not, uh, it's nothing that really, uh, really I'm doing. This was the, this, this time we, we bowled is the first time that I actually uh, chipped in a little bit. They, they always talk to, you know, as far as the doubles tournaments go is, is like the, you know, either the being able to read off, you know, your player's ball reaction or, or, you know, you're working together as a team to kind of figure out, but it, you know, it sounds like you're just, you know, you just kind of, sort of kind of kind of take the horse and just kind of ride with it huh just kind of long for the ride yeah for the for, for the most part you know <laughs> I, I feel like uh you know one of the one of the tournaments i won with uh shannon o'keefe and lucy doubles uh i bowled really well was uh, like the second time because i i got a lot of got a lot of grief the first time we won because i really didn't bowl too well and she beat pretty much everybody uh the male field. and female yeah. tournament carried, carried me to the to the win so i made sure i tried to pitch in the second time and uh yeah, with with bowling, bowling with Jason, so you know it, it's uh, uh, not something I'm ever worried about. When we're bowling the doubles tournaments, where you know the, it's kind of inside the singles event, and we're bowling our own tournament, and it's combined with the doubles. Uh, I don't even really need to watch the score because I know when we bowl enough games, he's gonna he's gonna get enough pins on, <laughs> somewhere for us to be, you know, for us to be in contention. Well, great stuff, Bill O'Neill. It's been a long time. We've been trying to catch up with you, and it just seems like it hasn't happened, but it finally did, so it was great to do that. And all the best of luck moving forward with things, and we will catch up with you down the road. I appreciate the time, guys. Thanks.